This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, November 1st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Conley. Here's today's headlines. Farmers promise good tax bill. Crews won't budge on Northie. White House backs Clovis. Dairy's guest worker hopes. Details of the House Republican tax plan are being kept tightly under wraps, but House Ways and Means Chairman Kevin Brady is promising that Republican tax plan will be good for farmers. Brady told AgriPulse, local business, small business, anyone who's competing worldwide, including our ag community, are going to be very excited about this bill. Brady wouldn't discuss critical details. Republicans had planned to release the bill today, but the rollout has been reportedly delayed until tomorrow. He told reporters yesterday that some key details were still being negotiated and the bill will be changed before the committee starts debating it next week. Farm groups will be watching a number of issues, including rules for partnerships and sole proprietorships, as well as the fate of the 1031 exchanges, the Section 199 deductions, and the federal estate tax. House Speaker Paul Ryan has informed some conservatives that the bill would delay repeal of the estate tax, that according to the Wall Street Journal. No breakthrough on Northy imminent. Senator Ted Cruz has no plans anytime soon to lift his hold on Bill Northey's nomination to be USDA Undersecretary for Farm and Foreign Agriculture Services. The Texas Republican told reporters yesterday he won't let Northey's nomination move forward until there's a deal for reducing the cost of the renewable fuel standard for the petroleum industry. Cruz says he's particularly concerned about the high cost that refiners have to pay for the renewable identification numbers, or RENs, that are needed to prove that biofuels are entering the domestic transportation supply and issue the biofuels industry disputes. The Texas senator says he's working with the Trump administration and pro-RFS lawmakers to set up a meeting to hash out their differences. Cruz said... I hope in the coming weeks to sit down with senators across the spectrum of the issue and reach a resolution that is fair and makes sense. Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa says he doesn't know how the impasse will be resolved because he's confident that President Trump won't budge on the RFS issue. Still, Midwestern senators were warned to welcome concerns from oil and livestock interests as they wrestle with the issue, a bear hug that was ultimately ignored. White House standing by Clovis for now. President Trump is sticking with Sam Clovis' USDA nomination, even though his name has surfaced in the Russian investigation. I'm not aware that any change would be necessary at this time. That the word of White House spokeswoman Sarah Huckabee Sanders yesterday when asked about Clovis. Sanders denied that Clovis had encouraged a campaign advisor to meet with Russian officials. NBC News reports that Clovis was questioned last week by special counsel Robert Mueller's team and testified before the grand jury investigating the case. Roberts, Clovis will get his hearing. The Clovis nomination already was an uphill battle, and the Russian link is only making it harder to get him through the Senate. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts says he's still planning to hold a hearing for Clovis to be undersecretary for research, economics, and education. Roberts told reporters yesterday, we'll have a confirmation hearing, and that's all I can say. Roberts didn't say when the hearing would be held, and he wouldn't comment when asked if the Clovis nomination should be withdrawn. 
The Union of Concerned Scientists, an advocacy group, has released a letter signed by more than 3,100 scientists who are opposed to the Clovis nomination. The letter says Clovis, quote, professional background is completely devoid of relevant scientific experience that would otherwise equip him to fulfill his duties. We're still checking to make sure we know these scientists. Dairy producers hold out hope for immigration bill. Dairy producers haven't given up on hope for an expanded guest worker bill, despite last week's narrow vote in the House Judiciary Committee. The committee approved the bill 17 to 16 only because House Judiciary Chairman Bob Goodlett urged some Republican members not to vote for the bill if they were opposed to it, lobbyists say. A spokeswoman of the committee declined to comment, but four Republicans were absent from the vote. Producers hope that a guest worker bill can be attached to legislation addressing the status of dreamers, the children of illegal immigrants. However, the ag guest worker bill still faces resistance from both Republicans and Democrats alike, according to Jamie Castaneda, Senior Vice President of Strategic Initiatives and Trade Policy for the National Milk Producers Federation. Castaneda said, speaking at the National Milk's annual meeting in Anaheim, California, We're going to make sure that every stone is unturned to make sure this legislation is actually enacted. But enacting a guest worker bill will require both unity among farm groups as well as support from President Trump, he said, comes down to political will and negotiations. The challenge for the dairy sector is that immigration reform is more critical for them than for other sectors, since the existing H-2A visa program already supplies seasonal farm workers. The House bill would create a new H-2C program that would provide a source of year-round workers while eliminating H-2A's housing and transportation requirements and wage rules. NAFTA talks seen as wrong approach on trade. The leader of the group charged with promoting exports of U.S. beef and pork believes it's a mistake to think that renegotiating the North American Free Trade Agreement will significantly correct the U.S. trade imbalance. U.S. Meat Export Federation CEO Philip Singh says the Trump administration is negotiating, quote, in very good faith to try to rework NAFTA. However, he told reporters yesterday, if you're going to try to rectify the trade deficit, you're never going to get that resolved dealing with Mexico and Canada. He says the Trump administration should focus on working on deals with China, Japan, European Union, which he says account for more than 75% of the trade imbalance. Leaving NAFTA would be a mistake, and I think even threatening to leave NAFTA is basically a mistake, he said. Here's today's He Said It. If we had to eat the wheat in Montana that we raise, every man, woman, and child would have to eat about 400 loaves of bread a day. We very much depend on trade. That National Association of Wheat Growers President Gordon Stoner speaking at U.S. Chamber of Commerce event on the importance of NAFTA to U.S. farmers. Mexico is the largest foreign market for U.S. wheat, and U.S. farmers are concerned they would lose much of that market without the trade pact that eliminated tariffs. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, November 1st. AgriPulse Daybreak, it's brought to you by Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.